It's Terminal 234, Faye on the mic with... Delacqua here. What's up? What's going on? Not much. I mean, there's a lot going on, actually. We have so much to talk about, so I feel like we should just get into it. All right, let's do it. All right, so where do you want to start? Um, Did you hear about what happened in South Africa with uh, Babes oh. Wadumo? Yes, most definitely did. But how about you just give us some background on it? Okay, so Babes Wadumo is a singer, entertainer, model, the whole nine. Celebrity. Okay. Young celebrity, just kind of popping out there. Okay. Um, she's dating, or she was dating, a famous South African DJ, DJ Momfinsta, I mm. believe is how you say it, but don't you did your best. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still learning. Okay. But, yeah, so they're in a relationship, or they were, and over the weekend, a clip basically came out on Instagram Live. Sure. On her Instagram Live, okay. where they're in a hotel room, and mm. one thing lets another, you don't really know the whole situation from the video, but yeah. all you know is that he hits her and he like attacks her and slaps her and right. she's like left in tears and all that and i mean um, again we don't have like the full context of what went down right but we do know that he basically hit her so regardless of whatever the backstory is what it looked like was somebody hitting a woman that it looked like someone lashing out at someone exactly he was mad about something mm-hmm. and he hit her and he hit her multiple times right and he took a break and hit her more so it was one of those like there's no self-defense there yeah, which is that usually was the argument. Like you could have maybe caught yourself in the middle there. Yeah. Um, but of course, like just shown a light on domestic violence in Africa in general. Although it is worth noting that his argument is she was, I think, hitting him in her sleep or his yeah. sleep or something along those lines. Yeah. According to him, so he got arrested. He was let out on bail. Yeah. And his first or to to date, his only comments were basically just that it's it didn't happen the way that everyone thinks it happened. Mm-hmm. That he was asleep and she was beating him, and so he got up and defended himself. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, it goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. It really doesn't matter. Like, right. The only time I guess people would say, like, overall, it's okay to hit a woman if there is any time is if it's in self defense. If you're protecting right. yourself, whatever the case might be. And in this case, from the video, it doesn't look like he was protecting himself in any right, way. Right, he so, looked like the, the aggressive one. Exactly. So no matter what the backstory is, it didn't look like there's any reason for him to be hitting her. Yeah. So from my viewpoint, it's just a case of domestic violence, and I'm sure she was just smart enough to like capture it on IG Live so that you know if there's any question, which there always is whenever course, a woman right. is a victim, there's any question she has video proof so i'm i mean good for her good on her for thinking that far in advance what yeah. do you think about the whole situation? i mean i think it was just obviously just a, a cry for help yeah right i think whenever you put something like that on instagram live like sure. she obviously had premeditated okay i'm gonna set up the phone here mm-hmm. i'm gonna capture whatever happens yeah and there's basically no i don't have a chance to think about am i gonna yeah. put it out right yeah. so it yeah, kind of comes up to me as one of those point. like she had probably tried before. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Like if it's Instagram live, like it's out. You can't you take can't, it back. Yeah, Someone it. is going to see it. You're famous enough that it's going to be out there forever. And yeah, I think it was a cry for help. Yeah. You know, I think that That's she basically has put out. She So she put on Instagram like right after yeah. that. She put a post. It was her and her best friend who I guess her best friend maybe has passed away or her friend, maybe not her best friend, one okay. of her friends. And just like, oh, this could have been me. Like if I didn't say anything and blah, blah, blah. And just that whole thing and she's definitely not defending him or saying anything crazy like oh it's not how it seems like 
it's very much how it seems from her perspective. Um, but what do you think we should do as the public? What should as we, a community as a community, right? Like, what should be our response to something like that? Well, firstly, I don't think she would have felt the need to broadcast it, if you will, if she thought that if she cried out for help mm-hmm. without that backing, she would be believed. Right. So I think maybe as a community, we could be a little bit more sensitive. Maybe the question when somebody says that, okay, my partner is hurting me in this way should not be, are you sure or how or why? What did you do? Right. It shouldn't be that. And I'm sure those are the types of things she's maybe heard in the past, which then mm-hmm. prompted her to, you know, put it in, in a film form. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you say that because... Like, underneath a lot of the comments, there is the conversation of, oh, like, what happened here? And if you if you watch the video, it's on YouTube. If you watch the video, you can hear her. It starts off with her saying something. Yeah. We don't know what she's saying. Yeah. Right? It's not English, but she's saying something. And he basically, you don't really hear him speak for most of the video. And he just kind of flies into it. Yeah. So it's one of those things that some people are trying to say, like, oh, like, what's she saying? Like, was she trying to aggravate him? I've seen comments that she was doing it. Like, yeah. But why would she be trying to aggravate him? And who him? cares what's what she point? was saying? Exactly. exactly. I mean, and what was even more interesting about the whole thing is, I mean, okay, we can't ignore the age difference there. Right. And with that, it looks like he's reprimanding her and almost, like, putting her in her place. Yeah. Which... In African cultures, that's what you do with children anyway. Mm-hmm. So there's something to be said that, okay, he's probably used to, if he has kids, doing that with his kids. Or as a man growing up, he mm-hmm. had, you know, physical... Essentially, it just kind of goes to him, her being inferior to him. Him having that complex yeah. of, I can treat you this way. Yeah. I can act this way towards you. I have the right. But I was saying all that to say, like, do you think it's almost part of the culture? Our African what culture. What part of the culture? Like, what, sense, is what part of the culture? In the sense that, okay, maybe his reason is, like, she... Maybe, okay, he's right. She was doing something while he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. He didn't like it. So, to reprimand her and to teach her a lesson, he hit mm-hmm. her. And, again, that's probably what you would do with a child. Obviously, she's not his child. Obviously, right. they're in a partnership. So, I don't think there's an excuse there for it. But maybe if you've grown up thinking that that's how you deal with, like, yeah. conflict or whatever, I that's think, just what I it think is. I think it's... It is part of the culture. Yeah. I think the degree mm. is what you can argue about, yeah. right? You can yeah. argue about, okay, is a culture saying, like, is it part of the culture that you have to physically yeah. reprimand? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Mm. I think that and if we're being honest with ourselves, we've probably all come from a, mm. our families back in the day. Like, yeah. that has probably occurred. Yeah. I hope that's still not occurring mm-hmm. in our families, right? I hope that's still something. I hope that's not something that you could say, like, oh, yeah, I saw my dad do that. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. You should... I think anyway, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, but I think it's pretty normal now that that's not something that's... Like, we all know it's That's taboo. not something that's acceptable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. You can't put your hands on your wife mm-hmm. in any fashion, even if you are in the middle of the culture, no matter how deep you're in, like, it's just not accepted. So, maybe it's a part of the culture, but it's one of those things that we're purging out. But do you think we're coming from a, maybe even... I don't want to say privileged, but mm-hmm. let's go with it. Let's say we're coming from a privileged place where we do have insight on us. Western okay. sense, you know right, what right, I mean, right. into like how things should go mm-hmm. and how relationships should be and how equal, like right. a man I mean, and a woman are, are in a relationship. I think that we are, but yeah, I think so... that it's not something to apologize for. Yeah, no, for I sure. I think it's something mm-hmm. where that's why you I mean... have the the way I kind of think of culture yeah. is developing is your culture is here and it builds however it builds. Mm-hmm. There's a culture over here and it builds however it builds. But now that we have, we can connect to all these different cultures. Yeah, we should connect, and mm-hmm. we should learn. We should learn. And we should take different things from other cultures to yeah. improve our culture. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, okay, even if we want to say it's part of the culture, the African culture, 
where it's like it's acceptable for something like that to some degree. If the Western culture is different, where it's like it's not acceptable, that's something we should steal from them. That's something we should yeah, oh, yeah. I agree, like they I agree. steal from us all the time. Like let's steal that's something from that. Yeah, why Which, yeah I, again, that's why I even shied away from saying it's like a privileged point that right. we, we're in. It's just more like we're we're fortunate enough to be woke, for lack of a right, better word. Right. Um, and others should maybe follow suit. And domestic violence is definitely not just an African thing. Of course, it's, it's everywhere. worldwide. It's every it's, 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 it's Western. It's Western in, cultures as well. It's exactly. Like Any Western culture world. where it's like there's females and males commingling yeah there's obviously gonna be that type of abuse taking place so i'm definitely not even saying it's just yeah and and speaking of abuse i don't know did you see the did you see the r kelly (sighs) of course i did on uh, cbs right yeah with gail king our woman gail Mm -hmm. she did a good job she kept her cool i just wanted to acknowledge that she was really good given the circumstances she was yeah, yeah sounds like you watched it too I, I don't know if I watched the whole thing because I saw can't the find the whole clip. Like, I expect it to be like an hour, but yeah. no, it I only isn't. find like five, ten minutes here yeah. and there. I don't believe it's up to an yeah, hour. Because you know why? Because they kept saying like, oh, we talked to him for 80 minutes. I'm like, so where is the 80 I, minutes? Because at? it is part of the CBS Morning News, so they could only take portions exactly. of it. To yeah, 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 I so, figured. Yeah, so I don't think there's yeah, the so I think full I saw the whole interview. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, you saw what matters. And yeah. um, well, how about this? Let's start with, do you think it did him any favors? No. Okay. I don't think that it did. I think that a lot of people are like coming at his publicist and like his whole scheme, but I yeah. don't think it was a bad idea to do an interview. I agree. Based on where he is. Yeah. I think he just didn't execute the way he was supposed to. Exactly. I think that he he probably had like a role. Like he probably, they probably had, they probably gave him a script, right? This I is agree. how you're supposed think, to act. I think. Do it this way. But I think that his real emotions just he couldn't help but it. come out. Yeah. And I think he went there with his major plot points like what i need to hit this Mm -hmm. is where i need to how i need to communicate it obviously when the emotion gets the best of you you react and i actually think if nothing else it showed us you know a a little glimpse into how he handles pressure right and so what did you think about him coming off the interview i definitely think yeah it did not give him any favors i think if anything like i was mentioning just now it just showed his true temperament uh-huh. you know what i mean how he cannot really handle the pressure of you know addressing very heated allegations and i mean you would think like you're across the table from a woman you would yeah. think like maybe i should try my best to keep my cool here because the optics, the optics don't exactly. look good yeah, yeah, yeah. at all that's the one time you shouldn't look crazy exactly but i think it is worth noting that like i mentioned gail did such a good job at keeping her calm like yeah. being a strong woman being very adamant about her viewpoints not like sugarcoating anything not yielding to him in any way shape yeah. or form and it's something he's obviously not used to Right. You know what I mean? But, but the... I do I do have a, a question. Sure. So I understand, like, he didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like a lot of what you're saying is his temperament. Like, him being mad, essentially. Yeah. Are we saying you can't get mad? Because we know people get mad. We know people that... No. I know people that I would say, like... Oh, that person, like, might have some anger issues, like, in specific moments. Yeah. But I would never think that they would do They're anything They're going to hurt a woman. Right. You're right. But it's, like, coming off these allegations... Mm-hmm. It's just not gonna look good. Like I'm right, not. So, I'm. I'm looking at it. You're right. Not from an objective point of view. I'm okay, looking at it with a cluttered okay. lens. Like with you know the the backstory and knowing what I he know have, about. He doesn't get a fresh start. Exactly. So he has to... And it's not even about 
how he was saying it alone. It was what he was saying. Right. Things like, you can't double jeopardize me. I'm sorry, sir. Just because you got away with abusing one woman doesn't yeah, mean yeah, you yeah. have a free pass for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or, I don't know what a cult is, but I don't have a cult. Can like, clearly then, they're, like yeah, you're just yeah. being a stupid yeah. guy. Oh, it's stupid for me to do this. It's stupid for you to think that I would do this. No, to me, that's like pointing the fingers at you. Like, there's an issue with your logic and yeah. not taking you responsibility. Know that's so, you know something that's what I was interested in was... Yeah. Um, I think it was on CNN. They had some FBI or maybe mm-hmm. she's not an FBI analyst anymore. Yeah. But she was an analyst basically that like reads body language. Yeah. And they had her like, oh, what do you think about R. Kelly and yeah. this whole thing? And it was kind of interesting how she pulled clips. The two most interesting I found okay. anyway was when he was asked a question and he would like, I forget the questions, but he would he would be asked a question, he would nod yes, but he would be saying no. no. And like he did the opposite where he was like, absolutely. But he was like, doing like no okay so basically like his body language was was not matching with what exactly she was saying the body language is the truth what he's saying i mean and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie body language experts is kind of a pseudoscience Mm -hmm, if you will mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. much like um much like lie detectors it's just you have to have a benchmark for how somebody acts under certain situations but still it's worth it's worth looking at and i I think it's interesting i didn't get to see that but i would love to see that yeah no but i and i will say like Again, he didn't do very much to say I didn't do these things. He did much more to say, like, I would be stupid to do these things or, like, right. you're an idiot for thinking I would do these things. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, okay, point blank, I can categorically deny doing any of this. He's like, you're using my issues from the past right now. Well, yeah. that's because it's applicable right now. That means, you, that means you're acknowledging that you had issues in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just felt like the whole interview was... Him being scared and not knowing how to like advocate for himself. Yeah, yeah. And did it's you just see crashing um, and burning? Did you see the interview of the the two the, girls? The two girls. That was heartbreaking for me. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, I don't know if it's because we have such backstory, but to me, it was clearly a case of these women are brainwashed, and uh-huh. they're. I don't know if you heard this, but after that um, segment was shown, Gil King said that R. Kelly was never supposed to be in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ended up being in the room the whole time behind them. So they couldn't see him, but he would cough or make loud noise so they knew his presence. And you know when you're... I mean, I'm going to call him their abusers. Mm -hmm. These are all alleged things, but yes. When your abuser is in a room, I'm sure whatever switches flick off that tell you, okay, I got to keep, I got to make him happy. I got to do what I got to do to make sure this goes like he wants it to. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure that's what happened. And again, they went in there with the same points that he had. You know, these people are extorting me for money. These people are just looking for one thing. They, like it's like literally you could put the book side by side they just said it in their own way right and again they were very defensive they were very defensive especially were, the other Azrael yeah Azria she yeah was very defensive. Jocelyn was more of the I don't know she was, she just was laid back chilling but Azria felt like she had something to say and yeah again most of what they were saying you could I don't know if we're gonna believe the parents and the um, the events that took place according to the documentary, mm-hmm. most of them were like lies. Like you were not told to lie about your age because in the documentary it was clear that like consent papers were signed and like, you know, you had to have a chaperone With and things exactly. like that. So like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you weren't told to lie about your age. Like R. Kelly made it a point to have your parents be involved to the point that you were of age. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, 
maybe I don't know who am I to say that a grown ass woman can't be with whoever she wants to be right. with, but I, I am gonna say like it was heartbreaking. What did you think about that whole yeah, situation? Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I echo a lot of your sentiments. Yeah. They're, they look very defensive. Mm-hmm. They look like it's just one of those things you can't really believe what you're saying. Yeah. Sometimes you just yeah. you know you have some facts yeah. and you just know that's not a normal way of acting if nothing mm-hmm. else if you just know not. there's not really a you don't have a good reason for why you're not talking to your parents yeah. other than oh they're trying to take money from R. Kelly that it doesn't sound that like a reason you would hate your parents yeah. and never talk to them again yeah. um, and just to wrap it up real quick mm. um, I don't know if you saw but there was a video where the not Azrael the other girl actually like called her parents yeah like, jo- it was Jocelyn yeah 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 I so agree that, I, I don't know what that was, but I felt like maybe that was a move, like R. Kelly's team again doing something, like because R. Kelly's manager basically said like they would facilitate the girls like reuniting with yeah. their parents, which yeah. is kind of a weird thing that you would have you would to have do, to facilitate. And I agree that's that a point worth bringing up. Yeah. And um, finally, also they arrested him again. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. So they're they're not letting him go. Yeah, this He's time not it's just for out. the child support stuff. But either way, it's like worth it just. It. It's everything is stacked against him. Yeah. I almost kind of feel bad for him, but then I don't. You can't say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him because it's, it's like, you, you see like someone that like, it's like a chicken that's about to get killed. And it's like, damn, I feel bad But the bad chicken for didn't chicken. do nothing to nobody. That's true. R. Kelly did some things to somebody. <laughs> so yeah, I don't feel any ounce okay. of. Well, I almost felt bad for him. I don't feel okay, bad for him. Okay, there we go. There we go. Don't feel bad for R. Kelly. Now, since we, you know, went into the whole R. Kelly thing and the domestic violence thing, Mm -hmm. I guess we might as well just bring up something else that kind of goes with that, which is the whole Michael Jackson documentary. Yes, we Uh, have to, (laughs) Dolapol. We talk about current events in pop culture. Okay, but I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, you didn't watch it, right? No, I didn't. Okay. So I did watch the two-part documentary series, and then there was an hour-long, like, uh, talk with Oprah and the two men after. Um... I don't even know where to start. This is such a heavy topic Uh because it is Michael Jackson at the end of the day. And he's such like a huge part of our culture. Yeah. Yeah. How big a Michael Jackson fan are you or were at any point? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm Uh not the biggest one out there, but I respect his, his, um, contribution to our world, our music, everything. Um, so, I mean, I, I do know all of the big hits. I know his albums. I'm very familiar okay. with Michael Jackson and who he is and all of that. So, okay. What I will say about this documentary is if you are somebody who already was leaning towards believing that Michael Jackson is a pedophile mm-hmm. and abuses young men, it definitely helps with driving home that thought. Okay. If you're somebody who does not believe it at all, thinks it's all a hoax, all for money, all like con artists mm-hmm. coming out, whatever, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to help you. Okay, like, so what your if mind. you're so neutral I, and you don't If have... you're neutral, that's where I, I actually wish... How about this? Where do you normally stand? Like, outside of... I'm a fan of Michael Jackson, okay. but I'm not... I mean, he didn't change my life, so I don't care about him that deeply. So you would say you're, he's neutral to you, or you're neutral to the situation. I'm a fan, but I'm closer to neutral than to someone that's like, oh, I love... My-. Like, I listened to a podcast about that a guy said, like, Michael Jackson with his whole life. And Fanatic the about daily, it. That, yeah, did you yeah. watch the... Did you listen to that? Um, but, uh, like, yeah, I'm I did. Not, I did yeah, but I'm not that, like yeah. that guy. Like, that guy, like, he sounded crazy, like, talking <laughs> about how much he loved them. So, I'm not that. Okay. But okay. I'm a fan. I'm a casual fan. How about in terms of these allegations? Would you say you believe it, don't believe it, or you're somewhere in the middle? I tend to believe them, okay. but... 
I also haven't put that much thought into them. Wait, you you tend to believe him, meaning no, Michael? No, no, the allegations. Okay, the allegations. I believe the allegations just from the standpoint of he went to court for this. Yeah, like, there was twice. A case. twice. Usually when there's a case, I know like we're all like on the police and always trying to set us up there, yeah. but police is not taking you to court. Like you're not going to court, especially think about the time that you went to court. Yeah. He was Michael Jackson. Yeah. The Michael Jackson. What prosecutor is yeah. really trying to take Michael Jackson mm-hmm. to court? Like you're not. That's not the case you want. Okay. Like I can imagine the prosecutor, you're like, no, 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 no. Let's like put that after the next one. Like let's do that next year. <laughs> not, not right now. No, it sounds like we agree then. So uh, we're both like leaning towards. We it's where there's smoke, there's fire for me. So right, there's exactly. some truth to it. Mm-hmm. To what extent the truth is, I don't know. But right. there's definitely some truth to it. Like you said, he went to court twice about it once in the 90s once in the early 2000s two separate cases not to mention those that he settled out of court because there were other cases we don't know how many but there were several others so what the what new did the documentary bring up i mean okay it followed wade robson and um james i forget his last name that escapes me at the moment but james and wade and their relationship with michael and i want to stress that they keep saying this documentary is about these two men and Mm -hmm. not about michael jackson because right now Jackson's estate is suing HBO because of a contract back in the 90s. No disparagement clause was in that contract saying that you can't say anything bad about Michael Jackson on HBO. But for them, they're saying this documentary is not about Michael Jackson. We're talking about these two men and his their relationship with Michael. Okay. The thing to note about these two men is that in the past, they've denied Michael ever doing anything to them. To the extent that Wade... The one that I think is more compelling, actually, in the documentary, mm-hmm. to the extent that he, in the 2005 trial, said what on state on stand and said nothing happened to me. Okay. Um, but when you watch the documentary, I think the big thing that they try to explain is that they don't necessarily consider it to be abuse, or at the time they didn't consider it to be abuse. Okay. It wasn't until they had men or boys of their own, children of their own, where mm-hmm. they started thinking, "Yo." What happened when I was a seven-year-old in Wade's case and so a ten-year-old in James' case? So they're both like that married with kids now. Yeah, okay. they both have families. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're still with. Their, I think one of them might not be with their. Okay, but they had partner any longer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they both have men, or I, want, I keep saying men, but boys of their okay. own, children of their own. So mm-hmm. they they both say that it wasn't until then that they, those things started clicking in their head as abuse. And okay. the, at the time, they're like, "This is the man I was in love with, right. and I thought this was sharing love, and that's." according to them how michael worded it okay. we're exchanging our feelings of love in mm-hmm. this fashion and the documentary i must say is very descriptive mm-hmm. um graphic isn't the word but they were they went into deep detail okay i will leave it at that you kind of yeah, have yeah. to watch it but with the detail they went into it was hard not to fall into believing them like i was compelled to believe them but again i think it's because me and yourself too are already at a point where we think michael is probably okay, so guilty how, of how something old, how old were they when they had these wade was seven james was 10 okay. and they were describing it like james was like oh it's like we were in a new relationship we mm-hmm. were doing things a lot you know when you get in a new relationship you yeah. do things a lot it's like we were just doing it we were feeling each other stuff like that and I think what's interesting, um, I've heard both points so much, like people who totally think this is a lie, and I could totally see why they would in the sense that there's been 
years and decades of this and nothing has come of it in terms of mm -hmm. facts. There's no physical evidence. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. almost, we're too far removed from it now for there mm -hmm. to be physical evidence, but the FBI investigated this man for like a decade and nothing came of it. So I can understand people were like, I mean, the powers that be who really wanted to get him down weren't able to. So why do we think there's such facts and validation with right. these two men? But then these two men, like the way, just it's almost like the R. Kelly documentary to me. It's like when you see the victims talk about their abuse, you mm -hmm. kind of can't turn a blind eye. You're like, there's there's some truth to this. I mean, and yeah. Michael has has admitted to sleeping in the same bed as young men mm -hmm. or young boys for years and years and years. He admitted to it, yeah. And people knew it. It was a known. I don't want to say secret. It was just a known fact yeah. that he slept in the same bed as little boys. And what 30-year-old man, 30-something-year-old man is sleeping yeah. in the bed with little boys and nothing is happening. I mean, but I don't know where you stand with these, all these I think, revelations. I think, I think it's one of those things where sometimes you have to go into the situation not thinking about what's true. Yeah. But thinking about the question marks. Yeah. And what you can't answer and what makes sense. So forget, like, to me, that's why I didn't really watch the documentary. Mm -hmm. Because I don't really care so much to listen to what they have yeah, to say. Yeah. Not that I don't believe them, that yeah. I think they're lying. Yeah. But because I already kind of believe them. Yeah. Right? I already think something happened. Something shady, I don't yeah. Really want, I really don't even want to know the details. Like, yeah. I don't want to know. Okay. I know it could then be. Then the documentary is not for you. I can see how it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's like medicine for them, yeah. right? They might get some healing from saying the story out loud. Yeah. I don't get that healing, yeah. so I so don't, you don't... Want, like I don't necessarily have to be part of their process. Okay. But if you, to me, I think if you look at the situation, you have to think, what are the things that are weird? Like you just said, what grown man is slipping in the bed? Yeah, yeah, with boys, yeah. and we're not gonna say anything about that. So exactly, I think it's one of the things you either you believe what you believe. Yeah, but sometimes we kind of pick a side. And it doesn't matter what they say. And I think it's worth noting that, uh, oh, there was a beautiful New York Times quote. Um, Oprah actually mentioned it on her special, which I can mm -hmm. we can talk about in a second. But it's something along the lines of, like, celebrity supersedes criminality. So mm -hmm. when you're a celebrity, it's almost hard for you to, you can't to imagine them in the realm of criminal acts. And it's like, how can you see clearly when you're looking directly into the sun is how they worded it. Okay. It's like, imagine, and this is an aside from the, mm -hmm, sorry, mm -hmm. is an aside from the, um, the quote, but imagine if like, it was just the random 30 something year old man right, on your right. block, you know, like just in your neighborhood, everybody knew he always had the kids come into mm -hmm. his house and sleep in Nobody would give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But when you're an icon who did not have a childhood and who had a whole PR thing around this that was able to change the narrative to mm -hmm. him being robbed of his childhood, then of course we're not going to, we're going to give him way more of a long leash than yeah. you would with anybody else. And like I mentioned, we can talk a little bit more about the special now because I mean, Oprah's whole point with it is that this is beyond Michael Jackson. This is right. just let's talk about sexual abuse and what a phenomenon it is and how like it literally is like this smirch on humanity. It's like, mm -hmm. it, it infiltrates everything. It's like in our churches in our schools in our households, like it's, it's right. disgusting. So I, do, I do have a question about the whole yeah. thing. So yeah. I've noticed, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed the same okay. thing. Again, sure. I didn't really see it, Okay. but I've noticed that there has been some backlash. I yeah. don't know how public or how big it is, Yeah. but I think the backlash is kind of interesting. People saying that I agree. Oprah was the one 
she interviewed him. Yeah. Back in she the nineties. Yeah, I she did. Mm-hmm. When the whole thing was going yeah. on and she believed him then. Yeah. And she was basically the voice of the people. Mm. Right? So she's very much an intricate part of people Us accepting him. Accepting him, yeah. Right? Because Oprah right. was the biggest thing. How do you feel about her now doubling back and switching? I don't want to say switching sides because it's not about sides. Right. But essentially, it seems like the backlash is about switching sides. Yeah. And no, I mean, again, what she was trying to drive home during the special is Mm -hmm. like, this is beyond the whole Michael thing. Mm -hmm. This is just talking about sexual assault on on, um, a deeper level. Mm -hmm. The fact that it is such a permeable, like, unfortunate part of our society mm-hmm. and that it all goes down to like grooming and explaining it on like a more granular level where yeah. sexual abuse is. So I, I almost want to remove all of the back story from this particular situation because yes, it's worth bringing it up, but it shouldn't invalidate okay. what she's doing here and bringing a, like shedding a light on a situation that's just, everybody finds it much easier to t- turn a blind eye to because it's, okay. it's very uncomfortable. Nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. I will say though. Yeah. Like apparently she's really cool, cool with Harvey Weinstein and we know how integral he is to the whole me too thing. Mm-hmm. Or like she's had issues with, I think it's people in, um, at her schools in Africa oh, yeah, yeah, in and sexual Africa. abuse yeah, with yeah. that. And people are saying like, you know, where's all this energy when it comes to things that matter to you. But for me, again, it, I want to make sure that we're not invalidating what she's doing in this situation based off of those yeah. other. I think. I mean. I think I agree with you. Things. I think it's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. And it's a question to ask. Yeah. And why not? Essentially, ask? the question yeah. we're asking is, what motivates you mm. to do the things that look like they're for good? Okay. But what motivates you to do? Yeah. It, right. Because the same thing with the boys. The interview. It could have been anyone. It didn't have to be Oprah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but it kind of had to be Oprah. No, no, it didn't. Oprah it didn't. adds, like, a validation to your things that not many other people can anymore. Like, maybe Barbara Walters of Once Upon a Time and things like that. But not very many people can sit down with such controversial yeah. topics and people want to listen. That's true, but it's not true. Like, who else? Give me somebody else that they could have sat with that would have had the same... If you give me like 10 minutes, I could think of some people. The point, my <laughs> point is, it yes. shouldn't matter. The Oprah's job is not to tell us what happened. Yeah. Right? And so that's not what she did. they're just having a conversation yeah. about something, yeah. why can't they have a conversation with anyone else? Well, again, okay. Well, her viewpoint too is like, she, throughout the course of the Oprah show, mm-hmm. did 217 or so episodes related to sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. She herself is a sexual abuse victim. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a part of her almost brand mm-hmm. to bring this up, to have these conversations. Right. And again, it's because it was about not abuse, but she calls it seduction because these so men... So she didn't call it abuse? Well, she she's like, obviously it is abuse, but she doesn't want... Because, okay, when you're talking to a kid about it and bringing up the words abuse, that's when they, like, shut down. Like, oh, it wasn't a... It it felt okay. It wasn't abuse. It was was kind of fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, might have liked it. Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking to a boy about it, like a little boy about it, words like abuse almost shut them down and don't allow us to have the conversation with the people that are victims of it like we should so again it was more about okay let's look at it from a different perspective and because i've had so much experience dealing with it Mm -hmm. on a professional level on a personal level in the mainstream 
who better than to talk about it with? I mean, I can see your points, and we're going to move off of this. Okay. I think we should have another conversation yeah, about yeah, yeah. Oprah and yeah. about the esteem that we put people in. Because we always have these conversations, mm. but sometimes we don't have it about specific people. Yeah. Right? Because we, right. we talked about, like, literally what you just said. Yeah. About, oh, you look at a celebrity, and criminality is not the word, right? But mm. the same the same energy of, if you're looking right at it, you miss so many other things about you're it. You're right. I think that. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. We could have that conversation any day. Um, maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> 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 okay, let's switch gears a little bit and see what really. <laughs> okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk um, some music, some African okay. music, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you want to start? Let's start simple. Okay. You know, let's talk about Wizkid's new song. Have you listened to it? Because I, I have. Yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, you were telling me about it. So it's a good song. Let us it's all know song. why we should listen to it. <laughs> well, because it's Wizkid. That's why you're gonna I mean, listen to it. True, true. Um, but it's a good song. Okay. I, he's been kind of gone for a while. Yeah, he's so been quiet. It's nice to have him back. Okay, I need to hear it. Yeah, because yeah, Burna Boy is taking over a little bit. True, Burna had that new song last week, which I was it last Dan week Gute, or a couple yeah, weeks ago. Like I love week. it. Like it. It's so so Someone good. was saying that it's not a good song. Some really? Who? Yeah, they definitely hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, our creative director. It's an okay song. It's like, no, 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 no. It's a good song. I'm so into it. I think it's also depending on the like, um, like the setting you're in, it will definitely amplify the song a little bit. But I'll definitely get to Wiz Kids. But who else? Did anybody else release music? Is anybody else doing anything cool? Oh man, I don't know. Uh someone is doing something cool, Mr. Easy. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening? So he has this. I don't know what to call it. But he has a movement or whatever you want to call okay. it. It's called Empower. Mm. Right? And it's essentially empowering other artists okay. to kind of, you know, make good moves and okay. start their careers. Yeah. So he's helping up and coming artists. I think he wants to help a hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, across that's a lot. A- across Africa. Yeah, he picks some specific countries. Okay. But it sounds like he's gonna expand it. I read an interview that he did. So it sounds okay. like he's gonna expand it because some countries are feeling left out naturally. So <laughs> of he's course. gonna try to, you know, go to some other countries as yeah. well. Um, but it's really a cool idea. Essentially, he's going to help them with the music video. So okay. they already have the song done. Okay. He's not helping them make the song. But if you have a song and he likes your song and, you you know, you have something that he likes or whatever, and it's a whole team. So he's not necessarily the one picking. Okay. It's a team that he has working. Wait, in. question. Mm-hmm. Are the people he's choosing only from African countries or is there like U.S. Yeah. or? No, no, okay. but specifically okay. Okay, cool. African artists. Yeah, artist. yeah, okay. So, those are people that need the money anyway, right? Yeah, now. of course. Yeah, they um, need so the yeah, help. So he helps him shoot a video. He's already done some videos. Um, Anybody you know of, like any up and comers you are familiar none with? None that I, none that I know of. But okay. I know one of the people that he helped, this Ghanaian guy, mm. that baby or something like that. Okay. Jay something. He has a song. It's like one of the biggest songs in Ghana now after Ooh. the video. Okay. So obviously it's kind of working. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's also gonna be like a camp. So it's not just the music video. It's okay. also teaching them about the music industry and the business side of things. Exactly. Yeah. Connecting okay. Because Mr. Easy is basically like one of the smartest African artists out yeah. there. Yeah. Um. He he set himself well. He yeah. set himself up well, I should he say. He did, yeah. So he yeah. set himself up well. He's, you know, always doing things based on, like, being smart. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he talked about when he released his last album, he went straight to, like, East Africa. Mm. And it was like, the reason he went there is because they listen to music way more than anyone else. Mm. That's the place that he wants to market the most. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Like, I didn't East know Africans that, but it makes sense. Consume music about, so much? Because essentially, it was like, they consume their music. But they consume all the other music. Mm-hmm. So they basically have the most music to consume and they consume it all. 
So, I mean, oh, okay. the reason made some sense. I'm sure there's more research behind okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I just thought it was a good thing. What do you think about it? I think that's super dope. Like, I think in any um, industry, mm-hmm. when the OGs are mentoring the young youngins, if you will, yeah, yeah. Um, and making it a priority of theirs, I think that's just the coolest because if i ever was in a position to mentor and like for those that are looking up to me to be taken under my wing Mm -hmm. i would totally take advantage of that so so cool of him to do that um i hope he continues it you know i hope it's not one of those things that just drops off after the first year um but he seems like he's uh taking it on as a huge priority of his so yeah it is i mean what i think i like the most is just he's always kind of been about his business and he's like kept it up and hasn't tried to change up and you know get carried yeah, away with yeah. that like he doesn't seem to be carried away with fame and all wait that at all. quick question mm-hmm. um because i know other people are listening wondering so can we get down to the bottom of it is mr easy african or not african Ghanaian or nigerian just tell me he's nigerian okay and how is the Ghanaian thing um so i don't know how true this is i'm having research okay but from what I know, oh, we have a Mr. Easy fan. She's going to correct us. But <laughs> my understanding is that he is Nigerian, but he went to Ghana, like, for school and, like, ended up just staying a little bit after. Okay. And tried to establish himself there. Okay. Um, he's basically, like, been hustling his whole life. So he was, uh-huh. like, a promoter, like, a club promoter. He, like, had uh-huh. businesses where, like, he would import, like, soda or some kind of drinks from Nigeria to Ghana. So, like, really? He's always, yeah, he's always okay, been trying so to hustle. Hustler. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even music, like, for him wasn't even something he really wanted to do. It was kind of like oh, someone okay. told him like, yo, you should do music. So it's a side hustle that right. popped so off. Actually, it kind of fits him in the Empower thing because he said the reason that he got big as an artist was because some of his friends that really liked his music and really point. supported, yeah. they donated to make his video. Oh, so they so made cool. his music video for him and then it, it blew popped up. off from there. Exactly. That's so cool. So that's the same energy he's trying to, you okay. know, spread Okay, around. okay. Yeah. I just know that's a point of contention. People yeah, don't know I mean, who wants to claim him, how was, he should a, be claimed. It was a big thing when he first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his music, like, from his music, you would think he was Ghanaian. Yeah. But, like, he was Nigerian. Nigerian. And then I think it really came out when there was, like, there was a Ghanaian award show. Okay. But, like, he was the biggest artist in Africa, but then he wasn't nominated. Yeah. Essentially, because they're like, it's for Ghanaians, and he's not Ghanaian. Ew. Yeah. So, Rude. I mean, I mean, I understand the energy of it, too, though, because okay. they want to recognize... True, true, true. Their own. Their own. There, like, he kind of... They probably should have nominated him. I but think so. They didn't nominate him, so that's when everyone found out, like, oh, he's Nigerian, and, like, of course, like, now, like, you can... Like, he speaks to your mind so many yeah, songs. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not a secret. It's not a secret anymore. We just didn't know. Yeah. We just confused us. Okay. We can, we can move on, but I think there's a little bit of beef going on. Um, that you were mentioning with, uh, LD help me here. Yeah, LD. LD yep, yep. And Maintain. Yep. So basically, Olu Maintain, like, they have a song together. Okay. It's LD's song. It's called Big Boy. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's I like have. one of those songs that, like, you know. Everybody's staple, heard it, yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, I think, uh, Olu Maintain posted something online, basically, like, snippets of a performance of his. Okay. And he was performing a song. And LD, like, went Oh, yeah, but he's only like, featured on the song. Exactly. Right? He's featured on the yeah. song. Yeah. So LD went off and was like, why is he performing my songs? Yeah. You tried to steal my song. You're still trying to steal my song. And, uh, you know, of course, like, he calmed down after the fact and was like, okay, like, I shouldn't have really done all that. Okay. But it seemed like it was a lot of, like, it was a backstory to it. It wasn't just that he was performing the song. So, mm. yeah, that, that that happened. He apologized I to see. his fans. Not to him, not to Olivia <laughs> Tango. So, so clearly there's some beef there that... Yeah, no, no, definitely. It's he unresolved. He's trying to, try to steal the song. He'll try to make it his song. Oh, okay. X, Y, and Z. Okay. Um, but I think 
what was kind of interesting to me was what do you feel about artists performing songs that they're featured on? I think if the they're on good terms and mm-hmm. there's no bad blood, why not? You know, yeah. especially if you're fe- sometimes the feature is bigger than like it's imagine like a Drake song where mm-hmm. Drake is featured on it and that feature is bigger than the song itself. Mm-hmm. Of course, Drake is gonna do it. So you know what I'm saying? Like if you're I on think, good terms with the person that actually has the uh, yeah. the song or it's on their right, album discography, it, right, right. yeah, whatever, then there's no reason you shouldn't. I, I kind of agree, but sometimes I don't like seeing an artist perform a song that's like. Because think of like, okay, like a song that's featuring Drake is a little bit different because most of the time, like, the Drake features is the what highlight. made it. Right, the Drake song. is the yeah. highlight of the song. But if you think of songs, oh, I wish I could think of a song right now. Where? Well, let's say like, oh, let's say like Shake Your Tail Feather. Remember okay. that song? Yeah. The Diddy song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course I know. Do you really want to go see Murphy Lee perform the song? You're like, yo, this is not your song, even though he is the highlight. But if you're at a Murphy Lee performance, you know, I don't think you'd expect that song. No, you think so? I don't think so. If you're, if you're okay, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Let me give you a more current (laughs) example. You know how Shy Shy Glizzy is on um the Goldling Song Crew. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Shy Glizzy's part is the part everybody cares about mm-hmm. not even the rest of the song mm-hmm. so if you go to a shy shy glizzy um performance or a concert whatever yeah. that's one of his biggest features or so, biggest verses so to what's date. he gonna do like so he's gonna perform it no you know how um artists only do pieces of the songs even at a concert so he like would it. just do a small little feature and move on nah, i don't like it you don't he like should it? make his own song <laughs> make which he has song. plenty but yeah, it's like when people like... know you for a verse you're gonna want them to play it I see your points. I agree a little bit, but you but I just don't respectfully. I feel like, I feel like if I was well. the artist, if I was the one that was on the feature, I'll I'll probably still perform it, right? Because I have yeah. to, you know. But I'll feel some type of way. Like I wouldn't really want to. Like I'd be like, I want to perform my own song. Like, I don't but if you're but if you're in good if you're in good terms with a guy, like let's say you guys are even friends and you just collaborated on it and you know you know he has no qualms with it mm-hmm. and you know it was a highlight to your to your like career thus far you mm-hmm. wouldn't care you would want to play it i would care okay. I, would, I would not want to we can respectfully disagree yeah, yeah. on this one i don't think i want to perform that song okay i would do it but i wouldn't want to fair enough as long as, as soon as i don't have to perform that song anymore i'm not going to perform it by fair myself enough. okay i want to perform with other people yeah, i feel you okay anything else no no you think we're good yeah on to the next good. Oh, you know, it's uh, Ghanaian people. They had their Independence Day. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Okay, good for them. them. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Did you go to the, you know, there was a show. There was? Yeah, Arthur no. B's, King Promise. Oh, no, I didn't go. I'm not really there. I need, need to, to work get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get yeah. up to Ghanaian music. <laughs> That's the... Were you there? No, no, I wasn't. Okay. So they were charging like $80. This is what I want to talk about. Jeez. They were charging $80. And I was going to go because some of my friends were going. Yeah. But I was like, $80? I mean, I know there's a bunch of people there. I was going to say, isn't it multiple acts? I don't care. I'm okay. not paying $80 for those people. At that time, it, it felt Clearly, bad. you're not that huge of a fan of any of them. I'm a fan, but no, not that. How many, I mean, I'm not really a concert goer. Okay. That also probably has a part. So I have to like, really like you, and the price has to be right. I see. Like, I went to go see Jay-Z for like $40. Like, that's the But bar. where were you sitting? I could see him on the screen, <laughs> like half the people but I'm in there. Saying this eighty dollars ticket, you're probably you, if you get there early enough or whatever, you probably have a chance to even be oh, right up and on stage. And it'd be so stage. crowded to be pushing you. It sounds like you're just not a concert I'm person. Telling you, I don't, especially with African people. African <laughs> concerts are good point. Level. Good point. Yeah. I went to Mr. Easy Show, mm. and it was the worst experience ever. Did he even come out on time? 
Oh, of course. Because you know, but that's... he wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad. Okay. He actually, because this man, he was still coming. He up, wasn't so he was David like, level bad. He was still okay. But okay. the issue was like, I didn't realize he was as big as he was at that at time. At the time. So okay. I thought I was like getting in early, like, oh, no one knows him yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But all these Ghanaian girls were there. They wanted to rush the stage. Like, they wouldn't let you see anything. Really? Yeah, it was annoying. And I'm going to a Burner Boy, Burner Boy concert. Soon. In April. So one. you're making Silver me Spring? worried. Yeah. I'm going to go to that too. You really are? Have you yeah. bought your ticket? Is bought in even a word? Did you buy your ticket? Uh, no, no. Excuse I, I my, my poor like grammar. Did you buy your ticket already? Yeah, I did. Of How course. much is it? Uh, it was like 20 something. That's a good I think good it was price. under 30. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's and Fillmore is a good venue too. That's what I heard. I heard that's actually. But the you're best still making me kind of nervous because I'm like, oh, it's like a nice no, no, venue, I heard, whatever. I heard but... Fillmore is a nice place because I yeah. saw Burner Boy last year. I think he was here last yeah, year. Yeah, I saw him last year. Time, I forget yeah. the place he went to. But okay. It was good, but he came out so late that like mm. he retired. I feel like he's he came out. bigger now too, so I'm yeah, worried still, about like, the crowd. I'll go late. Yeah. I know what to do now. I feel like I'll go early. I want to be one of those girls that are bum rushing. No, don't go. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not